<laughs> What's up, Tig? Uh, not much. What's going on? <clears throat> uh, you know, the FBI is a bunch of lying pieces of crap. Yeah, just so yeah, you're gonna fill me on the on the on the on the twatter drop. Yeah, we're Twitter gonna drop. we're gonna look at the Twitter twatters. Uh, the, talk about the FBI. Yeah, need a bunch of twats. Let's 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 all right. Let's I'm interested, especially for what's going on on Monday too. Yeah, let's talk about that first, shall we? Oh yeah, I mean uh, America's grandma that they're arresting. Yeah, America's grandma is under fire. Yep, She's America's grandma is under fire. So. We talked about her a little bit. Uh, when was that? Was that? That was on Tuesday. Was that Tuesday or Wednesday? Dude, I don't know anymore. It's kind of hard to keep track. Was it yesterday? Was I on yesterday? Yeah, it was on yesterday. But we didn't talk about it yesterday, did we? Um. Anyways, no. <laughs> so America's grandma, a seventy-year-old lady, they are the FBI is telling her she has to turn herself in just prior to Christmas. On so this Monday. Up here in uh, actually in Denver, Colorado, you know the the other communist state in the U.S. Um, yeah, to turn herself in because she went into the Capitol and prayed on January sixth. So now she is a domestic terrorist, um, whatever coup. I don't know what they call them nowadays, but yeah. So we're asking everybody if you, you know, obviously if you're in Colorado and you can uh, show up and show support and. You know, just let them know that we're kind of done with their their overpower of reach. Uh, and uh, what is what's the address? 901 19th Street. Yeah, 901 19th Street, Denver, Colorado, 80294. Uh, if you could show up at 9.15 a.m. Monday, December 19th, uh, that would be amazing. Please show up for your country and for... Uh, we, we Nice little show of force. Name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to show up for this one. They're, they're not going to stop anymore. So essentially, this is what a they're arresting. Terrorist. Yep. So she, she's part of the coup. 70 year old is part of the coup. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. she went and prayed at the Capitol. Yeah. Maybe they'll charge it with seditious uh, conspiracy. Maybe. You know, yeah. Maybe she conspired to seditiously go pray in the Capitol. I'm really surprised they didn't come after me since I was texting with Stu. I don't know. You know. Even during that day, I was. I think. I think I was texting during that day. Anyways, but yeah, it's pretty disgraceful what's going on. It is. It's completely. pretty awful. Yeah. I so. hope the I hope FBI. I hope you're very proud of your stupidity. It's not even stupidity. They're just evil. Yeah. They're evil people. They're H. The other Hillarys. <sighs> Hillary. Nine oh one Nineteenth Street in Denver. Nine fifteen a.m. Monday. Show up there, and. Uh, yeah. I'd be ashamed to call myself an FBI agent right now. Seriously? Dead serious. Yeah. I would not even tell anybody. Uh, I, I'm a try. I, I, I'm a janitor. <laughs> I'm a janitor. That's, that's better than being an FBI agent right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a janitor. I'm just saying. But janitors, they uh, they work for honest money. They do. You know, they uh, you know, they they actually take care of something. Yep. Make things better, not worse. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they have some They've, degree of accountability, which is why they keep their job as a janitor. Yep. You know where they actually perform work. Right. Uh, that isn't, you know, persecuting uh, your own people and yep. violating the constitution. Instead of cutting the the crapper pipe open, they're fixing the crapper pipe. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we need. Maybe we need a lot more janitors. 
I think we should make them all janitors and get them. <laughs> right there we go. That's my solution. It's freaking sad. You FBI agent. You FBI. You're sad. You're just sad. Yeah, it's pretty disgraceful. But we've got some other stuff to talk about today. Uh, and it's not really other stuff. It's the FBI. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you want to you want to jump into talking about the FBI? I'm waiting. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, we got we're gonna we got some reading to do. Oh, I can't read. I know, I know, I know. It's not your favorite thing. I'm illiterate. Uh, but this is this is this is good. So I'm gonna put this up. Uh, let's make this nice and nice and big for everybody. That's what she and, said. Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and now it is on screen, so you can both everyone can see us and see the Twitter files. This just a few hours ago. I was going to go a little bit more meme heavy tonight, but we got we got to do the Twitter files, especially you know because yeah. this uh, you know what's going on with his grandmother again domestic uh, domestic terrorist number one right here uh, domestic terrorist number one she is uh, you know being demanded to turn herself in. 70 years old. FBI, yep. Such a threat. Such yep. a threat. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i glad that America is so safe from extremists like that. Yeah, I know. You go into, you know, the public's house and pray. It's pretty It's pretty awful. Can't believe she did that. Uh, but check this out. 2 p.m. today, the Twitter files. I was hoping for a little bit more COVID stuff when I was first, uh, you know, considering what the next round of Twitter That's files That's what I thought be. it was going to be. I did too, and I think that's coming very soon. But this was actually really good. Uh, and how timely, given all the other things that we're finding out about the FBI. So let's, let's dive in, shall we? This one is called the Twitter Files. Twitter, the FBI subsidiary. <laughs> nice. Yes, I know, a subsidiary. This is exactly what they were. This is what we've been saying. But now we have some more receipts. So Matt Taibbi, once again, at M Taibbi. Uh, and I think, you know what? Let me just retweet this again for y'all. Must read. So the Twitter files, the and he actually numbered these. Thank goodness. Thank you, Matt. Uh, I know, I think it was uh, Schellenberger who, who wasn't. I can't remember if it was Schellenberger. Uh, but it does work a lot better when you when you actually number them. So thank you for doing that again, Matt. The Twitter files are revealing more every day about how the government collects, analyzes, and flags your social media content. That was me. Sorry. Oh no, I was just I was oh. I was feeling surprised for a moment at what I just read. You know that they collect data, analyze, and flag your social media content. That's not surprising. Really? Did you know that already? Yeah. I mean. This was news to me. I, I had no idea until this Twitter drop. Uh, three, Twitter's contact with the FBI was constant and pervasive, as if it were a subsidiary. <laughs> as if. As if, indeed. Between January, this one, this one made me laugh, between January 2020 and November 2022, there were over 150 emails between the FBI and, guess who, former Twitter tr uh, trust and safety chief Yoel Roth, Nice. Yol's coming back. There's going to be a lot of emails, huh? Yeah, Yol's <laughs> working hard. You're doing good work there, Yol, huh? Good job, Yol. 
Some are mundane, like San Francisco agent Elvis Chan wishing Roth a happy new year, along with the reminder to attend our quarterly call next week. Other are requests for information into Twitter users related to active investigations. So before we even get into this drop, I'm glad that Chan, <laughs> that Agent Chan was, uh, you know, was on a so basis persistent. with, with Yol that she said, hey, happy new year. Hope you're doing, doing well. Our quarterly call, you know, where you, uh, I assume directly to him, the, uh, you know, trust and safety chief of Twitter is going to meet with the FBI to talk about extremism and election misinformation. Uh, six, a surprisingly high number are requests by the FBI for Twitter to take action on election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low follower accounts. Uh, and this is actually something that I really was hoping was going to get highlighted because there were so many people who have been banned, myself included, who like never used Twitter. I mean, I didn't even really mess around with Twitter until... Uh, until Trump started tweeting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I never, I had a, I had a Twitter back from when I was in high school, and I think I, I used, I, I had like maybe a hundred tweets ever, uh, and it's not even up anymore. But I started making uh, other ones so that I could follow things, and then I kept getting banned, and banned, and banned. And I know many other people who did, and right now they've focused on a big, you know, on a few big accounts, uh, some of which have been coming back, but. Uh, this this gives a little bit more uh, more of a better perspective on how bad this actually was and is. Uh, the FBI's social media focused task force, known as FTIF, uh, created in the wake of the 2016 election. So think about this: in the wake of the 2016 election, they created a social media focused task force at the FBI. This task force. Swelled to 80 agents corresponded with Twitter to identify alleged foreign influence and election tampering of all kinds. <laughs> I'd love to know how they define that. I'm not sure that was a concrete definition. Number eight, federal intelligence and law enforcement reach into Twitter included the Department of Homeland Security, which partnered with security contractors and think tanks to pressure Twitter to moderate content. Security contractors. Now, I'm wondering if that's kind of like that, uh, you know, that mother who was visited by uh, security contractors or security force for the military talking about the uh, school board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just right. recently. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same kind of agreement. Hmm, that's you not, know. Yeah, that's so safe. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I feel safe in America when yeah. military security comes and harasses a mother yeah. <laughs> for a Facebook post. <laughs> and telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's good, guys. Way to go. Way to go, Secretary of Defense. Uh, it's no secret the government analyzes bulk data for all sorts of purposes, everything from tracking terror suspects to making economic <coughs> forecasts. That is certainly no secret. Ten, the Twitter files show something new. Agencies like the FBI, DHS, regularly sending social media content to Twitter through multiple entry points pre-flagged for moderation. They don't go too much into what those entry points are. Mm -hmm. We know that they have the uh, you know, the portal. We know they have the government portal. So pre-flag for moderate 
So they were purposely putting things in there that they could watch and see what their people were doing with them? Um... Wait, I don't, I don't know if I know what your question is. Do you mean like the pre-flagging? So they're sending social media content that's already been pre-flagged. Yeah, so they're sending over content, and it gets into it a little bit more, and they're saying, hey, uh, you, got, you guys need to, need to look at this, or they'll, they'll just say, you need to take action on this, on these posts, on this Twitter content. But how I'm kind of reading is like they made the content. Uh, no, that's not how I read it. Okay. Um, so it's con. Do you think that it's content that they found? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it'll show some more of that. Um, but to be honest, I, I would like to uh, know that point exactly, and hopefully we'll get some of that. But I would really like to know, uh, you know, <clears throat> if there are in fact maybe there's another task force or it's like a subgroup. Of this FTIF task force, where FBI agents are on social media, uh, you know, working to create uh, violent rhetoric. Well, I kind of figured a lot of them probably were. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's not really covered in this drop. Uh, I would be less than shocked to find out that that was happening, especially what they already know if about. They didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we know what they we know what they do. Uh, in, all in these person. Twitter, you know, all these extremist cells, like like the governor Whitmer. Yeah. Kidnapping and everything else, January 6th. Uh, we know that they're setting all this stuff up, so I, I highly suspect that we might learn uh, some details and some specifics on that point, but not on this drop. So we'll, we'll hope for the future. Uh, 11, what stands out is the sheer quantity of reports from the government, some aggregated from public hotlines. And <laughs> I didn't know there was a public hotline for social media. Yeah, so... And so what I think is funny, well, it's not necessarily a social media hotline, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were more of them. Uh, this image is from FBI El Paso, Election Day Protocol. This is from the FBI on Twitter. Uh, so it looks like they set this one up specifically and we're pushing it out on Twitter. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was just for social media, this particular one, but Election Day Protocol for FBI headquarters is to stand up a national election command post. Does that include the reporting the, the the Black Panther Party, the new Black Panther Party from intimidation? That's a good question, right? I'm just wondering. Or you know the people the people standing outside of uh, polling locations during the 2020 election, calling mm-hmm. uh, anyone with a MAGA hat or anyone showing up to vote Republican and Nazi. Yeah, and uh, you know, who knows? Some reason I, I, nobody does that to me. Interesting. Why am I always unlucky? <laughs> well, I know, like in Michigan, for instance, I know that they were doing that because uh, I had people sending me pictures uh, back during 2020, and uh, my uh, my mother and other people that I knew were working polls. And there mm-hmm. were there were people actively going around and threatening people. Uh, you know that they were they were going to you know elect the Nazi leader of the domestic extremist right <laughs> during 2020. People are so dumb. Uh, they were, yeah, they were showing up and actively harassing people. They were doing it at school board meetings uh, or uh, or midterm elections, too, Yeah, in uh, in Michigan because they would show up and they were harassing, uh, like, middle school kids at, at oh, yeah. locations who yeah. were helping out and volunteering. 
Yeah, we uh, had a couple of our. It happened here to a couple moms. They were showing up and, yeah, they were yelling at the moms and the kids. It was great. Oh, yeah. The peaceful left. There you go. Super so peaceful. peaceful. So peaceful. Super peaceful. Uh, let me see if we have any comments I need to address yet. Nope, looks like you guys are all great. Um, El Paso, I'm assuming this one is Texas, but I'm not actually That's sure. That's what I'm thinking. Guys. I'm pretty sure this is Texas. Uh, but so what they say is uh, election day protocol for FBI HQ stand up a national election command post, which provides a centralized location for assessing election related threats, status reports and complaints are tracked. Have a tip. Send it to tips.fbi.gov or call this number. Yeah, just a tip while we rein in fascism, uh, usher in fascism. An unanswered question, this is number 12, do agencies like FBI and DHS do in-house flagging work themselves or do they farm it out? Uh, a quote, you have to prove to me that inside the effing government you can do any kind of massive data or AI search, says one former intelligence officer. Hello, Twitter contacts. <laughs> <laughs> quote, hello, Twitter contacts. The master canine quality of the FBI's relationship to Twitter comes through in this November 2022 email in which the FBI, FBI San Francisco is notifying you it wants action on four accounts. Uh, so this is from Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Hello, Twitter contacts. FBI San Francisco is, notifi is notifying you of the below accounts which may potentially constitute violation of Twitter's terms of services for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. And there are four accounts listed here at Jonathan One Wade from MA, Madden Pissed Off, and at Malt Thomas. Are they still up? Best regards. Uh, I haven't looked for these accounts. Oh, I'm going to go look real quick. Hold on. Yeah, we should probably check and see I'm if just curious. are up yet. Get them a ton of followers. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and the funny thing is these accounts are, a lot of what they're talking about here are small accounts. Uh, so, <laughs> the, I would not be surprised if some of these accounts all of a sudden uh, see, <laughs> got a bunch of followers. I'm going to do mad and pissed off. Okay, I just did from MA. Oh, looks like from MA is up. And from MA, assuming this is, this is the same one. Clowns to the left of me, jokers. No, nope, right. mad and pissed off account is suspended. Still suspended, huh? This one's uh, follows Matthew Tierman, followed by Matthew Tierman of so, uh, CDM Media. And so I just kind of want—I just wanted to go on there and just kind of see what was on it, and like what would get them flagged, or, or is it just like a pissed off FBI pansy that doesn't like the account? You know what I mean? Well, they'll go into a little bit more of that. So oh, okay. We'll keep going. Uh, 14, Twitter personnel in that case went on to look for reasons to suspend all four accounts, including at from MA, whose tweets are almost all jokes. <laughs> See? <laughs> this is why humor, humor is the enemy of censorship and of tyranny. Maybe, yep. uh, no, I'll save that. I'll his civic, including his civic misinformation of November 8th. Yes. So let's take a look at that one.
And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medcare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. So we have uh, from Twitter subject regarding election related potential terms of service violations. So I love that the FBI is... Uh, and Twitter are going back and forth about, hey, we have some potential violations. Could you guys go see if you can find something that we could take this this uh, dude down with? Uh, FBI folks. <laughs> November 10th, 2022. So this is recent. Uh, FBI folks. <laughs> I've reviewed this already from the TD perspective and suspended three of the accounts for multi-account abuse and ban evasion violations. Rodrigo. Could you please review at from MA for possible civic misinformation or direct to the appropriate part of GET for their review? Thanks, Patrick. I want, here's the tweet on oh. November 8th. I want to remind Republicans to vote tomorrow, Wednesday, November 9th. <laughs> wow, that is some intense stuff right there. Yeah, I can <sighs> see, yeah. Definitely send that to the FBI. Uh and then here's a proposed container ship if there's a worldwide recession. So uh, <laughs> uh, these these were apparently things that Twitter found uh, that is, worthy of sending to the FBI. So the FBI, I just got a, an alert. FBI just responded to this, to the drop. Did they? Yeah. Did they do it on Twitter? No, it, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, Fox News just reported it. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see this. If anyone has the FBI's uh, man, FBI response to Twitter drop. So the FBI uh, spokesman for, for the FBI told Fox News Digital, the FBI regularly engages with private sector entities to provide information specific to identify foreign... I did my eyeballs... Influence actors, subverse, undeclared, covert, criminal activities, private sector ent entities independently make decisions about what, if any, actions they take on their platforms and for their customers after the FBI has notified them. So w was their response business as usual? Pretty much. This is, there's nothing, nothing to be concerned about? Of course not. Everything is fine, you guys. Don't worry. Everything is fine. It's perfectly normal for us to do this. Uh, if anyone has the... Uh, 
I'm going to keep going through this. I'll see if I can find this as we're going. If anyone has the FBI's response, I'd really like to see it. I don't see it on their official Twitter account. Um, Dude, they're flipping out right now. They responded fast then. Holy crap. Wow, they must be feeling some heat. Yeah, I don't see anything. Four hours ago from the FBI. Director Ray, blah, blah, blah. Bunch of nonsense. Yeah, no, I don't see anything on their on their Twitter. It would be ironic if they had responded on Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, it wants action on these four accounts. And then one more time here, the uh, FBI attention-worthy tweets remind Republicans to vote on tomorrow, Wednesday, November 9th. That's and, just funny, dude. Yeah, right. And propose containership if there's a worldwide recession. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> send it to the FBI. <laughs> Christmas, man. That's uh, That's almost as stupid as... The FBI... Uh, arresting a seven-year-old. Yeah, arresting a seven-year-old grandmother. Just to show the FBI can be hyper-intrusive in both directions, they also asked Twitter to review a blue-leaning account for a different joke, except here it was even more obvious that Claire Foster, PhD, who kids a lot, was kidding. So here are the... Uh, here's the email. Hello, Twitter contacts. FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below account activities which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms of service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. Thanks, Catherine. Uh, Twitter post by user Byram Wade displayed name Ultramaga <laughs> stating, that, stating the following, quote, Americans vote today, Democrats, you vote Wednesday the 9th. <laughs> uh, the tweet was posted November 8th at 2 a.m. Central. And the next one, Twitter account Claire Foster, Ph.D., claimed in her post that she is a ballot counter in her state and that in additional posts states, for every negative comment on this post, I'm adding another vote for the Democrats. And if you're not wearing a mask, I'm not counting your vote. <laughs> Private Sector Engagement Squad, FBI San Francisco. So uh, here is a couple of Dr. Foster's tweets. I'm a ballot counter in my state. If you're not wearing a mask, I'm not counting your vote. Hashtag safety first. That was November 3rd. And then for every negative comment on this post, I'm adding another vote for the Democrats. Hmm. Okay. So they sent that to the FBI. Um, I think somebody should have went and I'm watched sorry, her poll, FBI. not really ban the account. She's just she's just letting you know what kind of criminal activity she's going to do. Well, and again, they, so they're saying it. It's clear she was joking. I don't know. I don't know. She, I don't know who that person is. So either she was joking, and they're you know they're really bad at humor. I guess we already know that. Or maybe she was being truthful. And again, I'm not claiming that she was because I don't know her and I haven't looked into her at all. Uh, but. It strikes me as if perhaps some of that kind of thing they would want to suppress anyways uh, because, well, it's clearly illegal. And also would, it would kind of highlight. But why would you suppress it? Well, because they don't want you to know what's going on. Thought that she's going to cheat for him? Yeah, if that's what's happening. I'm not saying that's what's happening because, again, I don't know if that was actually a satire post or not. Um, 
but who who's to know? So FBI, hey, Twitter contacts. And again, this was during this just past election. So we're not even, what they're doing now is showing you that this is still going on within the last month. And that's actually really important. Uh, so next one. 16, anyone who cannot discern obvious satire from reality has no place making decisions for others or working for the feds, said Claire Foster when told about the flagging. So, uh, again, I'm only going from this. I didn't look through Claire Foster's actual profile. Um, So if that is, in fact, uh, true, and I assume that there's some validity to uh, this perspective because Matt is actually including it in the Twitter files, uh, then, yes, it it would appear that the FBI cannot humor Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 of the six accounts mentioned in the previous two emails, all but two, Claire and from MA were suspended. So those are the only two from these emails that were not, uh, which lines up because you just looked at one and it was still, still banned. Yep. In an, an internal email from November 5th. So remember, guys, pay attention to the dates here. We're not talking about 2020. November 5th, 2022. The FBI's National Election Command Post which compiles and sends on complaints set the San, sent the San Francisco field office a long list of accounts that may warrant additional action. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, They're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. So this, from someone at FBI.gov, from redacted at FBI.gov, Sunday, November 6th, 2022, at about 1 p.m. Uh, and there are CC'd several at FBI.gov emails on this, at least, yeah, what, four or five? Uh, request for coordination with Twitter. ASAC Chan. Hey, Chan. The National Election Command Post is requesting assistance from San Francisco regarding coordination with Twitter. Specifically, NECP has been made aware of tweets by certain accounts that may warrant additional action due to the accounts being utilized to spread misinformation about the upcoming election. Specifically, NECP is requesting the following. One. 
coordination between San Francisco and Twitter to determine whether the accounts identified below have violated Twitter's terms of service and may be subject to any actions deemed appropriate. The issuance of preservation letters regarding the accounts identified below in order to preserve subscriber information and content information pending the issuance of legal process. So here FBI is saying, hey, uh, we'd like to coordinate with you on some accounts that we've identified. We'd also like to uh, issue some preservation letters about these accounts to make sure that we know who is subscribing to them and any content information. Do we can take legal action. Yeah, isn't that nice? That's nice. So we want to know who's following these accounts. We want to know everything because, you know, legal. Any location information associated with the accounts that Twitter will pr voluntarily provide, voluntarily, mm -hmm. That's... to aid the FBI in assigning any follow-up deemed necessary to the appropriate FBI field office. That's their scapegoat. Yep. Uh, Twitter accounts, and here are the Twitter accounts. So most of these, as uh, mentioned by Matt, are small following accounts. We've got, what, at Dartful Codger, Andrew Jackson, Dan, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but there is RSBN, so Right Side Broadcasting Network is included on this list. Um, the other ones, I haven't looked through all of these accounts, but most of these, uh, Keep America Great, you know, 2020, 2024, uh, there's another Trump one, Wise Frog, uh, Brett Barker, E. Paul. So uh, most of these look like just random accounts. Uh, Matt has said most of them are, in fact, small. But you do have right side broadcasting. And then there are several in there that are either look like key references or are just Trump mm -hmm. references. Imagine that. Yeah. Shocking. <coughs> 19, Agent, Pan passed, Agent Chan passed the list onto his Twitter folks. Chan. Good job, Chan. Good job, Chan. Saving the country, Chan. Yeah, you're doing good work, Chan. Agent Chan. Should give him a give him an award. Twitter folks, please see the below list of Twitter accounts which we believe are violating your terms of service by disseminating false information about the time, place, or manner of the upcoming election. So this is what I assume they mean by civic violations, is that by making these jokes, they're trying to suppress voters um, my thing is i'm sorry but if if you don't know when you're supposed to vote anyways you probably shouldn't vote if you're going off somebody off twitter and when to vote yeah like think about the very dubious and pathetic <laughs> reasoning that they have here for the fbi to be telling uh you know twitter to be censoring people and then sending them reports on these people's profiles yeah, i think i was i was doing that <laughs> probably <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so false information about the time, place, or manner. Yeah, forget about stealing the election. Uh, but they're making jokes about when the election is. So you you should probably, uh, you know, you should probably check out these people for terms of service violations, and then uh, <laughs> then give us reports so that we can we can uh, target them. Let us know if you decide to take actions against these accounts based on our tipper. Also, let us know if we need to issue a preservation letter. If we need to, let us know if we need to issue a preservation letter or if you're just going to do that voluntarily. Are you just going to do your normal thing? Let us know if we need to issue a preservation letter, which I assume is them giving a tip to Twitter to be like, hey, do you want us to cover you legally? Mm -hmm. Or do you want, you know, do you, do you need that? You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Yeah. Or, or can we, do you just want to send it to us or do you want us to actually make it a, you know, 
do, do the formal thing that we don't really care to do. Uh, as we intend to serve legal process for these accounts, thanks for your consideration. I'd love to know what the legal process that they intend to serve is. I would really like to know. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, this is November 6th. This is November 6th, 2022. That's what, six weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Five weeks ago? Twitter then replied with its list of actions, no mercy shown to actor Billy Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a Baldwin. Wow, I know. Patrick Conlon, Tuesday, November 8th, in the morning, to Elvis Chan at the FBI in San Francisco, CC Yoel Roth, also CC, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other FBI.gov emails? Yep. Which are all redacted. Or maybe more than that? I think it's more than that. Eight, nine, ten? They're all FBI. Well, I'm trying to see. We've got y'all, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, whatever. Bunch of FBI people CC on this with uh, Yol Roth. Hi, Elvis. Subject: Social network request for coordination. Elvis is alive. I knew it. Ah, the conspiracy theorists were right again. <laughs> He's an Elvis FBI. Elvis isn't alive. He's working for the FBI. <laughs> Son of a. I knew it. Uh, hey, Elvis, thanks for your patience as our team. Hey, so here's a question before I go into this. So, you know, they're doing all this, right? Uh, and they're going after public enemy number one here. Grandma. Yeah, America's grandma. grandma. America's grandma. Domestic extremist. America's grandma. So they're doing that. You know how Elon Musk just came out and uh, was talking about all the child exploitation and trafficking stuff that was mm -hmm. being taken down off of Twitter. Yeah. You know how the FBI was reassigning and, uh, yep. you know, selecting assets to be taken off of, like, child and human trafficking cases and put onto domestic violent extremists like conservatives? Mm-hmm. Isn't it... Isn't it funny that they've been... Uh, they have an 80-person task force for people with low following accounts sharing jokes about the election or memeing and they don't seem to have any task force or uh, portal in order to check out child exploitation and trafficking on Twitter? Ah, that's not important. Why do you think that is? Because a seven-year-old grandma, she's, she's a threat. I mean, I National guess, security, man. Yeah, yeah, I guess it would make sense. The priorities probably make like sense. Like I said. When you put it that way. Trust a janitor more now. He'll fix things. I might just do that. Hi, Elvis. Thanks for your patience. Our team assessed the accounts that you flagged. We completed our review and taking the following actions on some of the accounts. We've permanently suspended for policy violations like ban evasion, platform manipulation, excessive misinformation strikes. Huh. Hmm. We've banned Jean Grey, Wise Frog, EPAL, 2020... Chris, uh, 2020 MTB, Chris West, Trump, 201784-7791, and Brett Barker, 2022. Uh, these do not seem, just looking at the handles, these don't look like large accounts. Temporarily suspended for spam behaviors, David, Ke uh, David Cloy had tweets bounced for civic misinformation policy violations, and then there's something, the arm, Gattaship, Lexitol, Tiberon, Cag... Uh, oh, there's two two mentions of 
uh, Keep America Great 2020, 2024. Chris Flagg, 33, Michael, Warren, Intron, Introno, whatever. In regards to your request about a preservation letter, it's a good way to ensure the data hasn't been purged before the legal process is filed and processed. Externally, the contact for submitting those is the same. So they've clearly been doing that before. Mm-hmm. Clearly very familiar with that process since he doesn't even mention the contact. 21, many of the above accounts were satirical in nature. Nearly all, with the exception of Baldwin and RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting, were relatively low engagement and some were suspended most with a generic thanks Twitter letter. You guys seen that, right? I've seen those letters. I know Conservative Daily's seen those letters. <laughs> Uh, so let's take a look. Um, I should probably, if I can. There's the, are they individual or are they just one big? Yeah, it's shot? one image. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know gotcha. that it's worth it to. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www. AugustaPreciousMetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. Let's see if I can scroll in a little bit. So, the background scrolled, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so here, somebody suspended. Oh. <laughs> so oh, saying. It looks different to you. It looks different. Oh, to you. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. we see some suspended accounts. Here we have one that says vote blue. I'm not sure why they banned that. Uh, that's from Scott something. Billy Baldwin. Uh, Billy Baldwin said, if the Supreme Court releases Trump's tax returns, Trump goes to prison, full stop. Yes or no? Uh, Billy Baldwin on October 31st. Do you think Elon Musk is using Twitter to help deliver the midterm elections to the Republicans? Why would that get flagged? Not really sure. President Biden. These look like responses to President Biden. Here's one with an all-gender restroom. Uh, <laughs> one has got a half a dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Dr. Andrew Jackson, Democrats equate white women Republicans to roaches. Mm, that was true. Yeah. So that apparently the FBI found important enough to send over yep. for moderation to Twitter. Makes sense. Uh, hello, here's the... Thanks, Twitter message. Hello, we're writing to let you know that we've reviewed your appeal and your account features will remain locked or limited for the allotted time or pending completion of the assigned tasks due to violations of the Twitter rules. Attempted voter suppression, including attempted voter intimidation or providing false information about voting or registering or any unlawful activity is prohibited, is prohibited under our rules. Thanks, Twitter. 
Thanks. You're dumb. banned. Thanks. How dumb. So, you know, again, what I find funny, you know that they have, uh, how many of those celebrities that are like saying weird pedo types of things in their tweets? A, a lot. Like Yol Roth, for instance. I think yeah. he's one of them. You know, talking about, oh, yeah, otterific, uh, shirtless, whatever. Uh, that's one thing, but him holding a child dressed the same way, that's 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 really nice. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. You know, they choose uh, some of those kind of accounts, some of those tweets, but you have the uh, the head of, of Twitter. I mean, that that's not ironic, I suppose, but, man, an 80-person task force, which is clearly working with a whole lot of other people for accounts like these. And this is... Remember, everyone, this is like five weeks ago. Yeah, just just recently. Yeah, this was last month. So this is this is after Twitter, after Elon. Well, of Walker. course, the Democrats are like, oh, no, it's in the past. Move on, <laughs> right? Unless it's unless it's Trump. <laughs> yeah, unless it's unless it's uh, not in the past. When did what day did Elon officially take over Twitter? I have no idea. Uh. Yeah, this was because it was it was right before the election, right? You know, was it? Was, yeah, I thought I thought he took control of it like a week or two before the election. I don't know. Someone in the comments, if you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on that. Uh, Jambro, they were suspending both sides because they already had controlled the outcome of the election. They didn't want either side bringing out more voters. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, there might be some truth to that. Billy's the good one. I knew they were targeting me for my jokes. Uh, yeah, it seems like you guys you guys are getting it. So, 22, we'll move on. When told of the FBI flagging Lexitola, rep- uh, she replied, I don't know if that's a girl, actually. Lexitola replied, my thoughts initially include one, seems like prima facie, 1A violation, First Amendment violation. That would, that would probably make sense, yeah. Two, holy cow, me, an account with the reach of an amoeba. <laughs> uh, <Huh? laughs> because these are small accounts. Uh, three, what are they looking at? Uh, I can't, these are some responses to this. I can't believe the FBI is policing jokes on Twitter. That's crazy, said, said Tiberius, uh, who I think was listed. And then in a letter to former... Deputy General Counsel and former top FBI lawyer. Here's oh, Jimmy. Yo, Jim. Here's Jimmy, Jimmy Baker, on September 26th. You're baking yourself a life sentence, buddy. On September 26th, or September 16, 2022, legal exec Stacia Cardiel outlines results from her soon to be weekly meeting with DHS, DOJ, FBI, and Office of the Director of National Intelligence. DNI, huh? DNI. There's DNI again. Unbelievable. Can you read some of these? Dude, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll wait for the bigger text. Uh, please. <laughs> so, Stacey Cardiel, Cardia, uh, elections work. That's the subject. Elections work. Wednesday, September 16th to Jim Baker. Please see below for a summary of election-related work I completed today, September 16th. One, government industry sync. I participated in our monthly, soon to be weekly, 90 minute meeting 
with FBI, DOJ, DHS, and ODNI and industry peers. Who are the industry peers? Does that include Facebook? Are we going to find out that industry peers means some of these other organizations? I really mm-hmm. would like to know. Yeah, Ash, it was in October. I'm pretty sure it was the last week in October that he took over. That he took over Twitter. Um, so, in industry peers, FBI, DOJ, DHS, ODNI, uh, and industry peers meeting on election threats monthly, soon to be weekly, for 90 minutes. A few items to note. First point, foreign, foreign, adversi- uh, foreign adversaries are amplifying themes. Here we go again. Being advanced by domestic actors to undermine the legitimacy of the election, USG specifically referenced vote by mail. I explicitly asked if there were any impediments with the ability of the government to share classified info or other relevant information with industry. FBI was adamant that no impediments to information sharing exist. So, mm-hmm. FBI was adamant when explicitly asked if there were impediments with the ability of the government to share classified information or other relevant information with industry. FBI was adamant that no impediment to information sharing exists. I asked if UFG, if USG was tracking foreign threats related to non-presidential races. Law and silence. The government is not tracking foreign interference or threats related to down-ballot races. That's a problem. Hmm. This is a, a few items to note. They're not tracking these down-ballot, and apparently this was notable uh, <laughs> in, from Stacy Cardia sending an email to Jim Baker. DHS has created a chart of key dates in the election process at the state level. A chart of key dates in the election process at the state level. State level. They are confirming information with the states and should get us a summary chart of key dates next week. At Policy tweeted about the meeting without legal review. As the only Twitter representative to speak, I raised my disappointment in the lack of my involvement directly to policy comms. It was a missed opportunity to document key points of the meeting from our perspective. Two. Project Heron. What's Project Heron? I met with legal, trust, and safety and public policy stakeholders to discuss an intervention under consideration regarding labeling election results. I raised concerns about feasibility and relayed firsthand experience with news media mistakes during a challenging primary season. I separately met with Sam and Matt to discuss worst-case scenario planning. I will meet with them again tomorrow on the project. What is worst-case scenario what exactly is worst case scenario planning when they're banning people on Twitter for election misinformation? What does that mean? I have no idea. Less, apparently Project Which, Project Heron. <laughs> I'd like to know what Project Heron is. So, so interesting interesting uh, code I mean, word for yeah. a project, you know, right. so if they're talking to Twitter about uh, banning people. Civic <laughs> integrity labeling. Enforcement of our expanded civic integrity project begins tomorrow, Thursday, September 17th. I gave feedback on scenario planning document that include improving, approving the language of the labels. I also reviewed a moment that the link will to vote by mail claims consulted with outside counsel on the inclusion of one tweet and provided content-related advice to the curation team. Civic integrity, integrity labeling. So this was a labeling, how they're labeling hmm. uh, some of these accounts and content. 
this is included in their monthly slash weekly meeting. Board, uh, no, account security updates. This one's interesting. On Thursday, September 17th, over 2,300 high-risk politician and journalist accounts will be prompted to upgrade security settings. I reviewed and approved comms plan and email to external stakeholders. I asked, I also told public policy of the 14 accounts that needed attention due to missing an email address. I work board update. I work closely with Matt on additional edits to the board narrative and the accompanying chart. Six escalations. I handled the following escalations. Responded to DHS regarding info they provided on a Facebook operation. A Facebook operation. FBI, man, they're getting got that Facebook operation going. You better get freaking SWAT. What Facebook operation? See, this is where it's getting good. This is going to open up. This is already opened up a big can of worms. I, w- I would love to know more about Project Heron. Uh, you know, and all these, uh, you know, these worst case scenario planning for the election. Because, uh, you know, this is not one month before uh, or two months before the elections. September 16th, 2020. Worst case scenario. What is that? What is the uh, the operation that DHS is working with uh, Facebook on? What's the Facebook operation? Worked with Angela to try to get this terrible impersonation about spewing 9-11 conspiracy th- theories, impersonating a DCCC staffer whose dad died in 9-11, pending, flagged a specific tweet on Illinois use of modems to transmit election results in potential violation of civ- civic integrity policy. Interesting. Modems. So uh, people, we flagged a specific tweet on Illinois use of modems to transmit election results. And that's a violation of civic integrity. That's what the FBI is concerned about and what uh, their meetings are. Communicated to Jimmy Baker, scheduling meeting with Ohio Secretary of State Media Director. Ohio, do you guys, I'm like pretty calm right now, you guys. Do you understand how, how unbelievably ridiculous this is? If they, it, like I, I I have I have found a little bit of Zen uh, in in not sleeping the last few days, <laughs> but you, you understand that this is the point where people should be <clears throat> like like there should be no traffic in the United States right now. People should be out in the streets, just like this Twitter thread alone. This this is it's pretty bad. And they're telling you they're working with COVID, or I mean, they're working with uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. They say DHS has a Facebook operation. Seems like uh, Freedom of Information Act is going to be coming in handy here soon. Yeah, this is good. Ohio. So here, I just want to. I'll I'll skip through this because, you know, uh, you guys need to go read this. Scheduled meeting with Ohio Secretary of State Media Director. So I wonder if Tory's uh, if Tory's run for. Uh, for Ohio, I wonder if she was mentioned in those meetings. What is what tomorrow. is was the code word again? What, Heron? Taryn? Heron? Heron's the code word. Project Heron. And what what was the what was her name? Running for Ohio? Oh no no no, uh, Tory Tory Mars. Tory. Okay okay. No, it wasn't her. It wasn't her. But she ran in Ohio. Yeah. And ran independent. It was like big legal challenge. She. This has been like a, a huge deal, and. Uh, she was in the because we were reporting on this. They, they weren't including her in the results. Like they were, 
they weren't including a picture of her. They wouldn't include her full name. They wouldn't show her on any of the websites that she was even running when they were reporting the election results. Nice. Uh, also in Ohio, Ohio Speaker of the House, verification of Ohio Speaker of the House, uh, Dubuque, De, whatever that is, county verification, Yol, we got information from Yol on functionality limitations around retweeting labeled content so we can explain to who? DNC. Look at that. Nice. Product functionality and limitations directly around, to the DNC, huh? Yes, and around retweeting labeled content so we can explain to DNC. Look at this. Lincoln Project is not pleased their video was labeled. Bridget is driving that inf information. Allow listed Don Winslow and Springsteen, policy comms, security upgrades. Why would they be notifying the DNC? So we can explain. Yol was explaining product functionality and limitations around retweeting labeled content so that we can explain to DNC. This is going to Jim Baker. Hmm. Isn't that isn't that good, guys? That's, you, the the, the Twitter they they feel the need to the, these uh, working groups they feel the need to explain themselves to the DNC. Unless there's some other DNC, maybe it's not. DN pretty sure it's DNC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the DNC. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the DNC. Very nice. Very nice. Well, if Musk banned him permanently, why is he on there? I don't know. Okay, I have to go back about the modems. What do I have to go back about the modems? Uh, the modems was here. This is... I'm supposed to read what's in the parentheses. Um, blah, 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 blah. I can't even see parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Project Heron. Civic, oh, here it is. It was Civic, civic Integrity. Uh, scenario planning. Uh, moment that will link to vote by mail. No. Where was it? I don't remember where it is. Oh, here it is. Flags of specific tweet on Illinois use of modems to transmit election results in uh, potential violation uh, of civic integrity policy, except they do use that tech in limited circumstances. Yes, uh, there. So this is. There's actually a lot of a lot of things going on there, uh, but what I find is, uh, I guess, thank you for pointing that out. They flagged this tweet on the use of modems to transmit election results in potential violation of civic po policy. This is something that people have been screaming about mm -hmm. uh, for a number of reasons, <coughs> and. Uh, you know, this is part of the information and some of the tech that they don't want to show. They don't want to turn over in any of these investigations. People have been calling out a number of uh, uh, a number of pieces in this chain of the election fraud system on the technology side. Uh, you know, in the modems, they won't give over uh, the router information. We don't know what they're doing. A lot of people have speculated, and some using the uh, what's known about the technology that they're, you know. This is part of where they're uh, they're making some 
some changes or it's being sent out to places that they shouldn't be, but we don't know. Uh, but they know in the tweet here that, yes, we, they do use modems. So we did flag this tweet, but, yes, they do use that to a certain extent. We know they use modems in the machine. They've... Yeah, I'm like, duh. <laughs> this was like as stupid as Maricopa County when that idiot was uh, – was it Mar- – yeah, the, uh, the hearing. They're like, yeah, well, we don't uh, – there aren't wires, like, sticking out of, the, out of the machines. They're not connected to the Internet. Um. It's like I'm sorry. What 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 year do you think it is? Yeah. Like, do you know how how Wi-Fi works? <laughs> Twitter exec ex- writes. She explicitly asked if there were impediments to sharing classified info with industry. The answer: FBI was adamant. No. How is it that they're going after Trump for having what? Mm-hmm. Classified information. That they haven't even. Proven he had? Yeah. When <laughs> all the folders were empty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just had Jeremy Brown. Thank God he didn't get found guilty. They've been doing this. And now we have Twitter is they're being clarified by the FBI when asked if there's gonna be any issues sharing classified information. For what purpose? Yeah, why well, one? Would, yeah. For what purpose? What 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 are people sharing? Yeah, like what? Are you guys, are you guys like done with the FBI yet? Uh, but no, there's no impediments, no impediments nope. to us sharing classified information with you. No big deal, guys. You're 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 qualified. Treason. It's beginning to look a lot like, like treason. treason. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read that one? Can you see that part? Uh. <clears throat> This passage underscores the unique one big happy family vibe between Twitter and the FBI. With what one other firm would, sorry, with, with what other firm would the FBI blatantly agree to no impediments to classified information? It's a great question. Who maybe else like would the, get that? Maybe like the, we'll go back up and let me see that one more time. Yeah. Just make sure my brain clicks. With what other okay, other firm? So I would again get you know the three other letters that they would you know probably well, do that think, with. But when you say uh, firm, I mean they have general counsel, right? Yeah. So what is the firm that they're referring to? Is that Perkins Coie? You know, because they were their general counsel for Twitter, Jim Baker. Uh, you know, counsel for Twitter, former. General uh, FBI counsel. So I assume they're referring to P- Perkins Coie uh, as the firm. But again, it's uh, this is a Twitter executive speaking with Jim Baker, mm-hmm. general counsel for Twitter, yeah. Perkins Coie. And uh, the FBI has no uh, apparent problem sharing, sharing information with Perkins Coie. I mean, that part in and of itself shouldn't surprise us, but specifically with Twitter. With Twitter counsel and with Twitter executives. So here's actually a question. So either we have to believe that they just don't care about sharing classified information with whoever they feel like at Twitter, or or in this, you know, this super the cert gets or the sippies or whoever these are, or if these are the different people. But uh, what classified information? Or is every single person involved in this do they have a security clearance? Because they're all agents. 
I find that kind of hard to believe, yeah. but then at the same at the same time, maybe not. Uh, I think they're just a bunch of criminal pieces of garbage. I think only some of the executives were even Americans. Were they? I don't know. I don't know about citizenship. I'm pretty sure several of them were not. No, That's not American so citizens at all. The FBI is for the U.S. government. I mean, you got not Prague and and uh, what's her name, uh, Vijaya. I don't think they're they're not American citizens. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're not national. Well, and so, but then again, even that point, if they're if they were, why even the question? You know, is there going to be any problem with you guys yeah, sharing no. classified information with us? Oh no, no, not at all. No problem, guys. Uh, one fat happy family. Yeah. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.